Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome to episode 17. 17. I'm Mike. And I'm Austin. And this is a Strange Thing Podcast. Yay, very strange. (laughs) All right, Austin. So we're back for another discussion on our favorite topic, at least for this week, (laughs) which is what? Rock. Strange rock. Strange rock. Rock You look at me weird. I'm listening. You're just... You're just, you're not going to participate. You're going to just watch me talk. No, I was letting you talk. I'm not going to interrupt. Oh, okay. Well, well let's, let's just, just, we should we just, just do an <laughs> overview of, of the last couple of weeks. I agree. So episode one of Strange Rocks was about what? Let's hear your... Return of the Jedi. Wait, A New Hope. <laughs> a New Hope. <laughs> yeah, but it was a rocky place. Um, episode one was about our trip to Melba. Yeah, for Map Rock, which was our kickoff. And Map Rock, if you are just joining us and haven't heard the first episode, or if you have joined us but forgot, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Jeez. Map Rock is a large rock about, oh, what, about 30 miles away from here in Meridian, Idaho, where our studio is. Mm-hmm. And on that rock is a giant petroglyph, a bunch of. Rock Lines. art, or they call it scratch art. Scratch art. Yeah, rock scratch. And But these are unique because they have supposedly been around for a long, long time. The estimates are up to 14,000 years. But it is a map. It is. It is well, like... It's supposedly it's, a map. It is estimated and guesstimated and pontificated that it is a map. Wow. And it's a map pontificatedly oh my of, goodness. of the Snake River Snake Plain. Yeah. If it is a map, and it's debatable, then it is the oldest map, known map in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a very hard piece of cartography. Rock it's rock hard. Rock hard yep. piece of cartography. <laughs> so nice. we started mm. off talking about that because that was a weird thing that was so close to us, and it was kind of fun. And it we, is weird. And we it hopped is. into... By the Side of the road. The van. It was our first drive in the IDV, Investigation Destination Vehicle. Yep. And we just got it, and it's kind of a really old box van that I found. Super awesome. It's got 215,000 miles on it. Yeah, but it's a Chevy run forever, boat type. Yeah, yeah, LS motor. But anyway, we (laughs) drove all the way down there, and it didn't blow up. And we uh, just, we didn't put anything in the back, really, except for some camera equipment. Sure. And uh, we we, <laughs> we went to the rock and looked at it, took some pictures. Then we went and had an altercation with a rattlesnake. And then we packed up and went home. And we did our podcast on that. And then we talked a little bit about um, other locations close by that also has a lot of petroglyphs. Mm-hmm. And then episode two. We speculated hard. We did. We did some hard speculation. We got into the weeds a little bit on iconography and rock art and that maybe they're not just rock art. Maybe they're actually a very complex ideogram centric kind of emoji. Yeah. Emoji and icon. So it was basically a communication system that didn't use like alphanumeric kind of symbols. And it wasn't word-based. And it was something that was what they called a language of the mind, which meant that it just bypassed the need to have spoken or written language. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to read it and then interpret it into a word and then have that word process the meaning. It's like a painting. 
it was just a it was just a meaning. When you see these things, they are just meanings. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about Martin O'Levan mm-hmm. or Levan. I'm not sure which way you pronounce Levan. it, and how he had a unique life and a unique kind of position where he was able to possibly find a very scientific method for interpreting the iconic structures of petroglyphs. And so this episode, we thought we'd get in a little more in the weeds about what petroglyphs are. And uh, for those of you that haven't seen him, all you have to do is look up petroglyphs and you're going to get a a buttload of these things. One thing kind of unique about them is that they share a lot of common imagery. And it doesn't matter if it's North America, South America. South (laughs) America. North America, (laughs) South America. Up in Canada, Peru, I don't know. Pennsylvania. Way down south. Or if you're in the Middle East, or if you're in Egypt, or if you're in Australia. Botswana. A lot of these things are the same. The symbols that you see are very much the same. And not only that, we, we talked a little bit about that they are contemporary. So it's not like things were happening here 2,000 years after it happened in Egypt. Mm-hmm. These things were simultaneous. They were going on in different continents right. at the same time. And that's very interesting, too, because a lot of these have very strong similarities. Mm-hmm. So everybody's kind of getting the same, yeah, seeing the same thing and recording similar things at the same time. Right. And what's really weird about that, that kind of suggests that they have the same genesis, that they have the same starting point, they, that they shared a common ancestry, I guess is what you'd say. Mm-hmm. And that's a mind blower because sweet. we're talking about, that's not like the, you know, a one continent world called Pangea Ooh. where everybody was all together and all of a sudden everything split apart. And then there were peoples, you know, a hundred years later after they split apart that were doing the same things because they had the same technology and the same ancestry. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so you have these peoples doing these similar things in different locations across the world. So right there is a strange thing you could go down some very weird rabbit holes on. Mm-hmm. And I think we should venture there just a little bit. I think we should test the waters in the rabbit hole. Yeah. So what? Why is there water in the rabbit hole? <laughs> I don't know. He had to go to the bathroom really problem. bad. You just flood them out. <laughs> yeah. Why are they happening at the same time? I mean, you try to come up with a, a theory. Something happened. What maybe. if that's just the natural progression of humanity? See, that could be it too. Like... Oh, I stubbed my toe. I'm going to put something here because I keep my stubbing my toe here. Yeah. And then other people come over and they're like, man, why is that thing there? And he's like, oh, I'm tired of explaining it. I'll like mm-hmm. show a foot hitting that thing. And everybody, I went with a weird example. Yeah. But I think you understand that it's I just like a natural progression to do like make up a symbol for something. For the environment that you live in and how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like well, everybody does it kind of naturally. Mm-hmm. Even my kid, like if he wants something, he reaches for it. That's how you know he wants something, because he's reaching. It's a similar kind of thing. And if you don't have a written language, like some some kind of alphanumeric kind of Mm -hmm. language, you can't write it down like in language that people can read. And if they spoke a different language, it wouldn't make any sense to them anyway. So if you have an an iconographic system, then you can communicate across language barriers. Mm Mm-hmm. Like so, the Ghostbusters. Symbol. Yeah. So maybe they developed those things simultaneously because it was a way that they could communicate. And humans are smart, so they just naturally did it. Maybe. Maybe. So another possibility, and if you look in like uh, the biblical narratives, you have uh, in the time of Peleg, where it says that the languages, the continent split, 
And then you also have the Tower of Babel where prior to the Tower of Babel, everybody supposedly spoke the same language and then they were dispersed and everybody spoke different languages, right? Hmm. And that narrative. So maybe you had that kind of scattering system at some point in time. So even though they, they could not speak the same language, they could still use iconographic methods and body language or sign language to communicate. Maybe that was their workaround. Right. Could be. I don't know. So, I mean, I mean, we're just guesstimating here, but it's fun. So you could get really creepy here. You could say UFOs. Dragons. In every major culture, you have these legends and mythologies about visitors from a different world or outer space who come down as gods and they interact with humanity. Interesting. And then when they interact with humanity, they give them special knowledge and abilities. And then you also have these kind of, I don't know what you call them, gods that came down and, and hung out with humans. They also, in a lot of the legends and mysticisms, get excited when they see human women. And they're thinking, bow wow, chicka bow wow. And they take as many of them as they want and they procreate and they have these hybrid offspring. Nice. Yeah, so these legends are all over the place. They're in uh, Native American mythologies. They're in South American mythologies. They're in Middle Eastern mythologies. They're everywhere. Mm -hmm. Asian mythologies. It's in there. You can find it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe all of this stuff is kind of tied together. Maybe this this outflux of this iconic, nonverbal language of the mind is a remnant of these interactions with beings from a different dimension or outer space or whatever that came here gave us to get it on that and also (laughs) and also they they gave us like a way to communicate that maybe they didn't have before now this is like totally out there weird weird stuff but hey this is a strange thing it's a strange thing for a reason so we're gonna talk a little bit about the potential of strange things and uh, anyway so that's creepy deal okay now let's pull out of the rabbit hole let's ascend let's rise ethereally towards the heavens and plant our feet on solid ground okay or maybe it's a simulation of solid ground. Oh, my god! Which pill are you going to swallow? Red pill or blue pill? Nerd. Anyway. Nerd pill. So now we got all of these rocks all over the world that have rock scratch or art on them. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about pictographs because that's a different thing. That's when they paint on rocks. Painted rocks. I Austin, you had a hard time with that? I didn't. You did. You did last time. You had a didn't. heck of a hard time. Harder than stone. That's how hard of a time you had with this. But pictographs are painted on rocks or other things. Petroglyphs are chiseled or scratched or whatever into rocks. Pictograph, you add material. Petroglyph, you take away material. That was what I said. And that's pretty much hitting the nail on the head. Picked a Petra. Picked a Petra. I like that. Pickered pricks. Picked a peck of pickled rocks. Pickled rocks. Yeah. We've got these rocks all over the planet. That have been chiseled on or scratched on. And lo and behold, guess what? A lot of them have the same or similar kinds of icon. Iconography. Icon 
Iconography. Icon. Iconography. Iconography. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> which is which is weird. Some of those we're going to talk a little bit about some of those things. What, what those symbols? Some of those symbols are yeah, supposedly supposed to mean that are shared across the uh, the continents. All right. Sweet. But before we get there, do we want to tell them what we did? This what week? did we do this last weekend? We tried to find some rocks. Well, we found a lot of rocks. We I just... found one and it scratched my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't find any with, with petroglyphs on it. Ow. <laughs> Austin just pulled up his shorts and showed me this gigantuan bruise on his it's a good one. upper it's side. Swollen. I mean, I'm mystified. I'm, I'm, part of me is like enthralled with looking at the big giant bruise on your thigh. The other part's like, wow, white. T- well, white. And why are you showing and pulling your shorts up so high? I don't know. I'm I don't showing know. you my bruise. It is. It's a nasty bruise he's got. A lot of there. contrast between the dark purple well, and the light white leg. Why and how did you get that bruise, Austin? Maybe uh, that'll be a good segue. Well, we went out into the desert. On what? To a place called Initial Point. In Initially, that's where we started. Knee <laughs> <laughs> slapper. Ow, I got a bruise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, we went to Initial Point in the IDV. Investigation Destination Vehicle. And inside the IDV were two... IDMVs. No. Investigation destination mini vehicles. Mini vehicles. <laughs> I guess that kind of works. Motor vehicles. We rode the motorcycles around yes. in the desert. We got a gigantuan wide ramp, so now we can just drive the bikes right up into the back of the box van. It's pretty sweet. We strapped them down. We took them out into the desert, which was about, well, we drove about, what, 25 miles out there? Yeah. And then we found a nice... Dirty, dirty dust parking area, and we unloaded the bikes, and we went for a long, probably about thirty-five miles. It was fun. And Austin crashed once, but he was okay. I think the handlebar smacked me in the leg is what gave me that bruise. But all I know is that I was staying back a little bit (laughs) because I let you go ahead, and you went around the corner. I saw a big puff of dust, and you're standing up with your arms in the air like I did it. (laughs) I did it. I fell down. And it was kind of upside down a little bit and laying down into the ditch. And so it's really hard to pick that thing up. On a steep hill with the the rut right there. It was above me when I stood up. Like I was. So gas is spilling out a little bit and oil is kind of dripping a little bit. And I had to like get off my bike, which, you know, didn't fall over. And I had to walk up to him and help him lift it because there's no way on that incline that. You could have got it up and held it. I could have done it. It's actually <laughs> not that heavy. I don't know. I thought we did pretty good. It's Side funny when we're going. Dad's motorcycles like this kind of more dirt bikey looking thing. And it's like... <laughs> when he goes. And then mine's like... Yeah. Yeah. You're more of a windy like, bike <laughs> and mine's more... Well, I sound like the, the Jetsons. Something like that. Well, you have two cylinders. I have one. Mm-hmm. Right? I just have one big cylinder. You have two small cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. And your your cylinder is bigger than my two combined. That's what she said. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I can't believe I said that. All right. Yeah, we had a great time. We went awesome. out and uh, rode around and and spent a day out in the sun. It was very hot. And <laughs> he's like squeaking and belching. He's making all kinds of weird my body's noises. Talking. Something's going body on. Body language. Do, 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 yeah. Do, do, do. Body language. <laughs> But we had fun. See, we're low budget. Yeah, we, are. we are not. I mean, we, 
you hear us talking about this kind of stuff. And if you have any illusions that we have money and are buying like really nice equipment, nah, we're buying nah. the best equipment that we can get for the money that we have. The cheapest, best. Yeah, the cheapest, best. And we, you know, we're semi mechanical and creative in how mm-hmm. we maintain things or create things. So that helps. But we don't have much money. Nope. So that's why when you look at the pictures and you kind of chuckle because we're kind of like uh, hickish, Hickish, maybe. Hickety. Yeah, Yeah, we're hickety, yickety. Um, Hey, that's the way we are. and That's the way we roll. Maybe someday if we get a lot of listeners because you share us with lots of people, maybe we can make some money off this and maybe we'll buy some really good stuff. Yeah. If you guys want to put us in some... GS twelve fifties or some yeah, and a super BMW sweet. van with slides. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be, or a Mercedes. <gasps> I don't think BMW I makes vans. I said the wrong. BMW ge- makes the GS twelve. Yeah, the wrong German motor vehicle company. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes. Yeah. It, if you guys want to give yeah. us the prototype for a BMW van, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, we'll try it out for you. Yeah, we better get back to our topic. Yep. Yeah, let's. We had to just throw that out there. We're going to start down the, the trail of weirdness tonight a little bit. We were talking about that there are common symbols on petroglyphs throughout the world. So I thought it'd be fun just to go over a, just a few of them, not many. And they're going to get kind of weirder as we go along. So let's just start out with the common one that's almost on all of these petroglyphs, which are animals. Perfect. Yeah, they're usually like animals that are hunted or maybe ridden. Or, you know, that people hold as sacred, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of things. Right. So you'll see birds, you'll see lots of like stock deer. animals, yeah, that they hunt and eat for protein, mm-hmm. deer and antelope and that kind of stuff. Right. And then you'll see horses, you'll see dogs. Nice. You'll see all Pups. kinds of stuff like that. So there's like a lot of animals. Bears. I think there are bears. Have you ever seen that movie? Brother Bear. In fact, I know there are bears because there are bear tribes and, well, they're spirit animals, basically. So a lot of times you'll see these things, these creatures that aren't quite real creatures. They'll have extra things like wings or, and those are like spirit animals or Mm -hmm. spirit guides that, that maybe are associated with like the medicine man of the tribe or the shaman or whatever. Interesting. So another thing that you'll find on these are like uh, different kinds of pictures or I almost said pictographs. Oh, you did it too. <laughs> Scratch art that look like like a weird kind of boogeyman. Ooh. And those are usually representations for the uh, medicine man or the shaman oh, okay. or whatever of the tribe. And so they do all kinds of things. They ask for, you know, rain. They ask for help in hunting. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of like praying. Yeah. And so those guys are there a lot on the uh, pictograph or on the yeah. petroglyphs, on the petroglyphs. Every time we mess up that word, take a drink. Oh yeah, <laughs> we could do that for our drinking game. For those yeah. of you for who, this episode, yeah, for this episode only. If we mix up picta and pectro, picta pectra pectra, then you can, you can have a free beer drink. But there you go, not yeah. from us, not necessarily it's not beer. free. Just take a drink. Yeah, of whatever you're drinking, whatever you pay Doesn't for. Don't steal alcoholic. anything and then be like, well, right. the guys on the Strange Thing podcast said we could have it for free because they messed up a sentence. All right. Well, we should probably, you know, while we're here talking about uh, the Freaks. drinking game, is so our drinking game is very simple. If we say, but anyway, 
Mm-hmm. If we, if you hear the dogs bark, if you hear the word nefarious, if you, yeah, we haven't used that word. I've been holding out. I'm waiting for somebody to. We really haven't had anything nefarious on these things yet to talk about, but we will. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, if you hear those words, then you get to take a drink. While, and also while we're doing the podcast, if he says pick to peck or pickers, pick to peck and pickle peppers. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. we make up, make up. If we make up, pick to Petra. <laughs> Then you can have a drink. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, what were we talking about before that? There's like shaman people oh, yeah, that yeah. are displayed yeah. in these rocks. And then there are... Oh, you're asking me? Oh, uh, I thought you, you, were gonna, you were going on. I thought you were going to... Well, you've looked at some of these. You could probably... So, you see a lot of like lines, almost like Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. You'll see like a bunch of lines. Or you'll see um, things like dots that are in like a, like in a matrix kind of pattern. Oh, Which is really weird. Yeah, they'll just be like, just like chiseled dots going down. Yeah, but or, in a in a graph kind of structure. And I don't know what those mean. Hmm. You guys can do research and find those if you want. Another thing that you'll see is a lot of humanoid figures. Mm-hmm. Which um, obvious makes sense. Yeah. And what's really strange about these, and we'll go down this road a little bit more in a bit, but a lot of them have six fingers. Whoa. Yeah, kind of weird. So that makes people speculate a lot of things. A lot of the time that you see a six-fingered representation on a petroglyph, they are large and they are strange. I got a reason for that. Okay. Tribalism, right? They didn't really branch out to different tribes. They inbred? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They got got (laughs) extra fingers because they... No, that's the British and bad teeth. Oops, sorry. Oh, <laughs> nope, that's not true. Oh. Actually, they did. You know, the royal families, they tried to, like, keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're lizards. Well, it didn't work out very good. Yeah. Their bad teeth is because they have reptiles. They are they, reptilians. Are that's right. dentures. With the, sig- you know, the secret hand signals. And if the light hits their eyes right, you can see that they're Just actually serpentine. Yeah. Okay. Rabbit hole. I'm jumping out of the rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so there are a lot of the, these kind of strange humanoid figures. Sometimes they're maybe the shaman or the, the medicine man, or sometimes they're something else. And a lot of times they'll have six fingers. Um, I read some of the uh, interpretation of that is that means that there are many people. So if you see a, a hand on a on a humanoid with six fingers, that just means there were multiple people. It's the plural form of people is well, dude with six fingers. Well, think about it. It's a lot easier to chisel one more finger than to do a whole bunch of characters. Okay. Yeah. I'll, you know, okay. Yeah, so that's one, of, that's one of the things that I read. <laughs> Solid. And, uh, but I like the idea that maybe there's some more nefarious Ooh. thing going on there. <laughs> well played. Take a drink now if you want. So, yeah. So you've got these weird things like that. Um, other things you'll see are spirals. Now, spirals are debated all over the place. Some people mm-hmm. say, oh, that means that you're by water. Some people say, no, that's the sign of the cosmos and eternity and our role in a way. universe. Yeah, the Milky Way. And that, you know, back then they didn't have so many lights at night. So the sky was very vibrant mm-hmm. and they would look up and they could see that everything rotated around the North Star. I guess if you were in this side of the hemisphere. Okay. So... Spirals are another thing you see everywhere. You see a lot of circles with dots in the middle. And sometimes like out of those... Nipple? Kind of like a nipple. Or a target. Yeah, you see a lot of nipples chiseled into the rocks. Or it could be a wide eyeball. But it looks like that. It's, so it's a circle with a chiseled dot in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
and sometimes they're by themselves, and sometimes there are lines that come out of them at a certain angle. And most of those, they believe, are water glyphs. Water glyphs? Yeah, water glyphs. So they point to water. Hmm. So if you see a circle, and it's got a dot in the middle, and then it's got a straight line out of the center of the circle, Mm -hmm. that chances are that could be a water glyph. And the line would point at water? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically saying... If you're you need, here, go that way. Yeah, water this way. Cool. And the theory is with the circles and the dots, that that means basically you are here mm-hmm. on that petroglyph. You are the circle dot. Right. And so sometimes on some interpretations of the spirals, they mean like if they go, they go around and then end going up, that means go up. And if it's the other way, then it means go down. So, and it, it, it's I basically had, a, a directional, directional kind of a compass type thing that we have on our maps now. It's that kind of thing. Right. Does it start on the outside? It starts on the go, inside. It starts on the inside and goes out. Mm-hmm. And if it so, starts on the outside and goes in, that means go down. But they both go clockwise. I know it's confusing. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, look look up spirals and and uh, that, and you'll you can see that they can go two directions: clockwise in, in or, or clockwise, clockwise out. Is yes. the same. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's different. And then if you go out, and then you get to the end of the spiral, and then you have a straight line, or it curves back over, that could mean that's the direction you go. That's weird. And so the, you go like up. Right. That direction. You go up, and then if it points, say, to the north, then you go that way. Hmm. And uh, so uh, spirals are, are found all over the place. Um, Martino Levan, Levan mm-hmm. he is the one that kind of broke that code of the spirals as a directional device for finding the information in petroglyphs. Right. So basically, a lot of the petroglyphs were like directional petroglyphs that kind of pointed you to the next petroglyph that had more information that pointed you to a giant panel that had the information that they wanted you to see weird yeah so that's i mean spirals are there and the dots with the circle in the middle that that is also usually the end point so that means this is where the treasure is that's like dot marks the spot yep pretty much like that spot marks the spot yeah so we have those a lot of these things you'll see them another thing you see um, are a lot of l- parallel lines. Right. And they can be connected with a line at the top, or they could have two lines at the top, or sometimes they're just free-floating. Um, and those are usually interpreted as many. So it could be like if there's a, a figure of a human and then a bunch of those lines. It's like this, there was this many people. There's like a bunch of, of people, okay. yeah. And then if you see a long line with a human kind of attached to it, that means this is the path. And it could be a path like of, you know, direction, but it could also be a path that you took to get to a place in your life. So it could, it doesn't have to mean a location geographically. It could mean the situation that you're in, in your life. So a person that made bad choices on a path of bad choices, that the line could mean bad choices. Interesting. And then there were symbols for death and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, So those crossbones. Right. So those are there. You see like a lot of like weird patterns that are, it's almost like a specific design pattern, almost like a floral pattern. It's kind of round, almost looks like flowers. Hmm. Um, and those are found in, in Ireland. They're also found down in Nevada, which 
the oldest known petroglyphs in North America, well, actually in the Americas, is outside of a, a place called Winnemucca Lake. And I'll put some Winnemucca. pictures up on, on our website. Um, and these things are supposed to be like really, really, really old. Crazy. And what's really crazy is they match petroglyphs that are in Ireland that are very, very similar. And it just <laughs> kind of makes you go, what in the world? How, How did they, they get on the same page? Right. Yeah. How did they get on the same rock? Yep. And they're <laughs> the same age. That's weird. So were these chiseled by ancient peoples or was there some other kind of being or creature that's chiseling on these things? So like the legend out of um, Winnemucca Lake in Nevada is that giants carved these things into the rocks. Yeah. And something very similar is in Ireland, but we're not there yet. I don't want to go there yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're going to get weird Irish giants. Not leprechaun. No. So we talked about dots and dots and circles and then the linear lines. And I don't know, just get online, look up petroglyph. You're going to see tons of these. Um, A lot of them are like, especially down in like um, Southern Utah and Arizona and New Mexico. The desert. The desert areas (laughs) down there. And they are probably a little bit younger than some of the other ones, but they have a lot more elaborate kinds of depictions of animals and uh, medicine men and shamans and those kind of things. And they're really, really well done. They, they, they seem to be more sophisticated or more artistic. Like they've been practicing. Something. On other rocks. Yeah. And there's a lot, the things you see on the rocks are more um, recognizable as things. Right. Where the stuff that we see on map rock, I mean, there are lots of lines and squiggles and circles and things like that. Maybe some spirals. And maybe some antelope and deer, but the majority of it isn't antelope and deer. Down in southern Utah, in New Mexico and Arizona, and in California and in Nevada, there are a lot more slot machines. Creatures. <laughs> there are slot machines, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be something to see when it's <laughs> but this slot machine is ten thousand years old. Oh my. So that kind of gets us to, you know, we're talking about these symbols that are maybe more recognizable. And we were talking about that a lot of these are common in the Americas and that a lot of them are common throughout the world. So I'm just going to throw one out there that's very common all across the Americas and actually all over the world. And that is serpents, snakes, or winged serpents. Winged serpents. Dragons. a nightmare. Yes. Now these things are everywhere and there's a lot of mythology around them so up until this point a lot of the things we're talking about aren't necessarily mythological they're just things that they see in everyday life yeah and and directional and meaning right right so we're turning the corner a little bit here when you start seeing things like dragon looking things or serpents that have wings then you're turning into something that's mythological Mm-hmm. Now, the Native American people have tons of legends and mythologies about creatures. So like things that are human, but they're not. Humanoid beings. Right. Just for discussion, Austin. Anthropomorphize would be like... Making things human? Like Bambi. Like you're giving human characteristics to an animal. Right. So they're giving or human characteristics bear. to a creature... Of mythology. Hey, poo poo. What could be this? Pick a basket. Up until now, we were talking about 
real creatures and stuff like that mm-hmm. that are represented. So now we're talking about mythologies. So the dragon, the serpent, the winged serpent, they're found in a lot of petroglyphs right. throughout the world. So let's just take winged serpent for a while. Okay. Winged serpent. Winged serpents are found in Native American petroglyphs across the entire well, across the whole continent. So you can go to South America. Uh, Quetzalcoatl was a winged serpent god, basically. So, okay, so something that's recognized as being worshipped. Yes, worshipped. Okay. And also from the skies. Oh, okay. Well, he's winged. Yeah, so he comes from the skies, and he's a god. And Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can go down to South America, and you have Quetzalcoatl. So he's this deity form, all right? Mm-hmm. So you can go to Egypt, and you have the winged serpents. You can go to Japan, and you have the flying serpents, the winged serpents, the bronze Dragons. serpents. You can go into Judaism, and you can find stories about the brazen serpent that was raised on the pole, and the serpent that was in the Garden of Eden. You can go to China, and you have the winged serpent. You can go to Assyria and have the winged serpent. So this is a depiction of... Trogdor. Trogdor! Trogdor was a man. I mean, he was a dragon man. I mean, he was just a dragon. The Burninator. <laughs> He's like a snake with wings and an arm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it's something in mythologies, not just related to Native American cultures, but across the world. And it always deals with something that's either a demigod, something from outer space, something from a, that came from the skies, something that uh, was a... Extraterrestrial. A fallen angel, like Satan in the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. the serpent form that he took... The dragon that's always found in like a lot of Chinese kind of mythologies and also in Japan. I mean, in Thailand, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. I just find that a really big turning point. Because they all share, all of these cultures share the same genesis of this serpentine creature. Wing snake. That's found everywhere. Mm -hmm. Wing snake, dragon, whatever you want to call it. Why the heck is that? That is something, your, your little thing that you said earlier about, you know, maybe it's because the human race kind of at the same place at the same time. So they're, because of their brain, they just... Kind of like we're all evolving explain, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they evolved. This does not fit that example. Actually, there is, there is something I heard of once. Yeah. So I've got a theory too. I got one. So you've heard of those uh, sea snake, like, uh, I don't know what they're called. They're really long, skinny snakes. That can jump off and kind of soar and fly? No, no, no. I don't know. That'd be scary. There are some snakes that do but that. I saw they're a in thing the water. On. Like, they swim. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They kind sea of, snakes. They dwell under the surface. Yes. I heard once that it got really hot, and they actually, because they're full of water, they actually evaporated. And floated? And they were up in the sky, and then the next time it rained, the snakes actually fell. I made that up. I got nothing. But that would be funny. I hate it Picture when you it. do that. <laughs> Picture the snake. Well, you, <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa. What's going it's on? It's hot, guys. Well, no, you and know, then that's, they were like... There are, and this is a total tangency deal, Rod, but 
But they have all kinds of stories of like things getting picked up in water spouts or whatever and being and dropping like frogs. <laughs> Geysers. And no, fish and snakes and frogs and stuff that somehow get picked up and moved in a whirlwind or cyclone or whatever. I don't know. And then they fall and people are like, oh, what's going on? Mulder, toads just fell from the sky. Just the parachutes didn't open. You were saying something about this place not feeling odd. That's documented. That's a real thing. That's hilarious. It's a strange thing. I don't know if we're, we don't want to get into it too deep, but we should do an episode on falling strange reptiles or something. (laughs) Airborne things. (laughs) Well, you've seen lots of movies where like people fall out of the sky for no reason. Seen that many movies. You don't don't watch enough TV then, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) The corner we turned and we're going to find more of these um, as we talk more in, in the next episode, because we're going to, we're going to kind of hedge away from pectigriffs. <laughs> nice. Uh, everybody gets a drink. That's two drinks. Yep. <laughs> pectigriffs. Thank you. I think I will. Pectigriff, the animal. Oh, gosh. Ah, yeah, it was what good. What did you just do with your mouth? So what I'm saying is, is that we're going to turn a corner here. And we might still call it strange rocks, but we might start talking more about the mythologies of some of these cultures that used petroglyphs as a communication system and it's going to get really really weird i think it already got weird well it did but it's going to get weirder because i mean it's so ripe native american legends and mythologies and stories they are so interesting and these same stories are everywhere throughout the world maybe with a different twist but they have common characters and it's the common characters that kind of get me excited because it's really strange. How come they share these same characters? They all have the same characteristics. They're all like... Yeah. Like the, the wing dra- the wing snake mm-hmm. or the wing dragon. Okay. So that's just our launch pad. From all over the world. From all over the world. They're everywhere in the world. Now we're going to find other ones too mm-hmm. um, that are found in Native American legends and mythologies. And we might use that as our springboard. But we're going to talk about these creatures and mythologies that are found on petroglyphs by the way and we're going to a specific destination on this train which is going to be fun and that will launch our next series the next series is going to be something that everybody talks about on all these kind of strange shows it's a big topic it's one of the most fun topic ancient aliens (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it will connect to ancient aliens, nice. but they're more, it's a more hairy situation. Let's just oh, say, okay. let's just say that it leaves bigger prints than most. Mm, nice. We're going to, that's where we're heading. But before we get there, I think we need to do a little more conversation about some of the mythologies that are found in the petroglyphs and the cultures of the peoples that created the petroglyphs. Right. And so that's where we're going to go. So, I think we should just stop here at dragons. So, dragon flying snakes. So the history of dragons, I mean, they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. They're most famous in the Far East mythologies and legends. The one you see is like the, what is that big parade? Uh, yeah. And it's got like 12 people mm-hmm. like operating this, this costume that opens its mouth. And it's flying and, and sometimes they're malevolent. Sometimes they're just kind of more benign. Sometimes they're good, good omen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just depends which culture you're in. You know who's in. the dragon? Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. 
Right. Yeah. Enter the dragon. Yeah. Exactly. I got a perfect song for you to play right now. Yeah, that was great. Love that song. Um, I just want this episode to turn the corner from, hey, look at all these weird things on rocks. Cool rocks to weird to things. Look at these rocks. weird thing on the rocks. And then, oh, look at the weird things that people believe that chiseled these things on the rocks. I should have had my drink on the rocks. I did have my drink on the rocks. I got those little rocks that you freeze. And they keep and your whiskey cold? It, but they don't water it down. See, I like, the, I like my whiskey a little watered down. You like your whiskey with water? Shout out to Poverty Flats for that one. Whiskey and water. Water and whiskey. A lot of different cultures have similar matching up symbols on the petroglyphs. Peckers. (laughs) On petroglyphs? (laughs) I don't know what those are. I don't know. It's something that I think was inscribed on the walls of Sodom and Gomorrah. Anyway, there's all these different cultures that have this similar kind of lining up um, narrative and imagery. Imagery. Icon. On their picta. No. Petroglyphs. 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 That's right. Yeah. So they're found all over. They're very, very common. They match kind of universally, Mm -hmm. right? But on our next episode, we're going to turn the corner, kind of like what we did a little bit earlier. We are going to turn the corner and we're going to go full on weird strangeness into the mythologies of the Native American people because that's what we have most access to. And we're going to compare those to similar mythologies found in other cultures throughout the world. Nice. And there are a bunch of them. Yeah. So the question our listeners need to ask themselves, how are these things being done at the same time across so much distance, but yet they share the same themes? Yeah. In my mind, and maybe we'll use this to close it out. So they all share the same story of the dragon or the flying serpent. Right. Whatever that was, whether that's the Garden of Eden story or if it's something different. The first fish man that came out of the water. Yeah, whatever it is, they share that oral history down through time. And that's the genesis of those stories and these things showing up on petroglyphs and iconography Mm -hmm. thousands of years later. So to me, that is really fascinating. It's very strange. But it's very fascinating because it tells the same story of some kind of something coming into this world, into the lives of the people that lived at that time, and changed something in a way that's so substantial that it made an imprint that they had to share that with their progeny. Can we acknowledge that potentially there was just a winged snake? Yeah, and, I mean, okay. And, and they there were drawing it because they draw cats, they draw alligators, they they draw. So you're saying pronghorn? The, they draw elk, deer, sheep. So you're saying there was a dragon by, or a what? dinosaur that flew or something? There could be a legitimate that they saw visually with their eyes that they yeah. were able to communicate. What to if people? they're really, really, really bad at drawing grasshoppers? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's a long, cylindrical-type animal. It's got wings. and You know, it could be something 
insignificant. I'm always this kind of skeptic kind of right. person. Yeah. Like, my thought on all these chiseling rocks, kind of initially and still sometimes, is maybe people were just bored and had some rocks that are harder than the other rock. <laughs> yeah. You know? Maybe they had some obsidian and they were like, I could maybe like kind of... Is obsidian that hard? I think it's like glass. Oh. It's, it's pretty hard. But it breaks it, it, easy. It breaks easy, yeah. It'll, breaks, it's it'll brittle, break before hard. it scratches. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I think that is correct. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All of these are hypotheses, right? Hypothesize. So, yeah, it could be. And and I'm not trying to lobby for one over another. But to me, the fascinating part is the other. It is more fun to pretend like there's giant flying It's a much more strange. And then... And what you see now, people are dealing with now, is not much different. The only thing is we haven't had some being crash into our world that is from a different place or a different time or a different dimension. Elon Musk. <laughs> right. <laughs> and change us substantially. It's like those things haven't happened. There are lots of rumors about that happening with abductions and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So in UFOs. No and, snakes in abduction. Yeah, but, I mean, you're looking at a whole different kind of thing. So, okay, so right on the horizon now, we can we can mess with DNA. Why can't we make a chimera? Well, in fact, we have. We can, we can take Isn't different like DNA a, and create a different creature. We could create a winged serpent, maybe. I've watched Jurassic Park. I know they take a toad, right? And they combine it with DNA from a mosquito. That Amber. sucked it out of it. Yeah, there you go. Dino DNA. Right. So why? maybe that's part of this. Maybe a lot of it is technical. Mm-hmm. I mean, we make the mistake of thinking that ancient civilizations had no technology. Maybe, you know, everybody wants to believe in aliens or some kind of life out there in the universe. Or multidimensionally. But what? So then we don't want to believe that it can come in and like pass information or technology to a primitive civilization of humans and change their DNA or combine with their women. Maybe that whole women combination thing had more to do with they manipulated DNA more than they manipulated sex. Or maybe it was a little bit of both. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's fun. It's fascinating. I love to think about it because it's really strange. And that's the name of this podcast. That's why we do it. So next week, or next episode. Next time. Next time, which it could be next week. Maybe we'll get two in. Maybe we'll get a twofer. I'd love to catch up for all the episodes we missed during the COVID thing. Right. Which COVID is still going on, so it's crazy. I don't know what about the COVID guy. I don't know. COVID's all weird. Maybe that's an alien way to manipulate our DNA. COVID. Yeah, make us take vaccinations that actually is genetic manipulation of our DNA to create us into some kind of chimeric hybrid. Isn't that a Jewish thing? No, it's just a word for a combination of, I think it's Greek, actually. Greek. What's the... Because the... they had the griffin, they had all those weird things of Greek mythology. What's the uh, the J- Jewish kind of will a being oh, it's uh, a... that protects... The that... golem. Gollum. Oh, yeah. Gollum. Yeah. It's like, it was so easy that you couldn't think of it because it was too simple. Precious. Gollum, Gollum. Did you not see Eliza head when Santa's faded and Moon is dead? You're really good at that. So, 
Yeah. So we're going to go down that path. It's not even a rabbit hole because it's a it's a highway. It's a super highway. There is so much information here. This is not like some little like little path of thought. This is like something that's everywhere. So we're going to talk about these mythologies and all the cultures that share the same thing. And the genesis of it is they started with these simple little okay, maybe not simple. They started with these little rock scratches. Maybe little kids out chiseling away on a rock because their parents kicked them out of the wigwam or the mm-hmm. teepee. And then we find ourselves now, what, 4,000 years later, 6,000 years later, 2,000 years later, 1,000 years later, sitting in a studio talking about these strange things found on rocks. Here's one for you. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> angelic, lustful being from outer space. What's his name or her name? His name? Him. Okay. His name is Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he he lands here on Earth, and he he sees that the in the studio or no 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 not here in 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 Native American oh oh back culture, then at a in time the tribal area so two thousand years ago let's say single mother <gasps> quite attractive and he's like hey. I'm a I'm an angelic being from the future. She's like, kids, go scratch rocks. Chris Hemsworth is here. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And then they turned that wigwam into a sweat hut. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. From then on, I mean, that's the origination of the yep. of the nephilim, mm. the uh, these hybrid beings. Yep. Or the, that's where all the rock scratches uh, come from. I think you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We better close this out. It's getting really strange in here. It was fun talking about this stuff. Now we've kind of, we've given our course away. People know the direction we're heading. We're going freak. We're going to go freak. So next time you guys have got to tune in because we're going to go full on freaky and talk about some really crazy stuff across the planet. And we're just going to throw crap out there. I'm not going to use much of a muzzle on this one. I'm just going to let it fly. Nice. And uh, we'll just have fun. Because we use a muzzle so much. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're playing our drinking game, be prepared to have a lot of libation, whatever that may be. And I want to do the disclaimer for your lovely mother. If you have a problem with alcohol. Don't drink. Don't it's drink. Not cool. And if you do drink, drink responsibly. Drink smart. Yeah. It's that simple. But anyway. Be safe. Don't drive. Don't drive. Stay at home. On that happy note, we should tell people. Like us on Facebook. Like it. Share us, us. Follow us. <laughs> yeah. Means Quit they, it. Stop that. <laughs> Dilrod. Yeah. So share us with your friends most of all. What we want to do is get more and more listeners. And we, we are starting. It's growing. I mean, Woo-hoo. we, I think we just passed our 3,472 downloads. Nice. So we got a badge from Podbean, which is our badge? our provider. Yeah, kind of like saying, hey, we're somebody. <laughs> we want to get to 5,000. We, we want to go to 10,000. Then we go to 50,000. I want to go to 5 million. Now, if we get to 5 million, heck, if we get to 50,000, then we could actually maybe potentially make a little money to actually buy nicer motorcycles and a better IDV. That'd be cool. I'm just but saying. That's not Maybe we could get some sponsors. That way we can interrupt our podcast with content. Sponsors? Yeah, because everybody loves when sponsors interrupt the but podcast. We'll, we won't be lame sponsors. I mean, we'll follow <laughs> the guidelines of whoever. Yeah. But 
We'll make it fun. And maybe we won't even do sponsors. If you go to our website, astrangething.com, we now have a store. And it's functional. And you can buy drinks. No, you can't buy drinks. You can buy drink <laughs> holders. They warm and gross by the time yes, they get this is true. You can buy pint glasses with laser etched A Strange Thing logos. We're using lasers from the future, lasers. people. And you can buy t-shirts. T-shirts, not from the future. Which are really cool. I like those t-shirts a lot. I, I wear they, it a lot. They look really sweet. I've actually had people come up and go, what's the logo for? Speaking of sweet. which... Austin is wearing a very cool. Oh my gosh! Speaking of, we need to take a picture and put that on. It's a chimera. It's a chimera. That needs to be chiseled into a rock. Can you describe it? Yes, I can. It's got the body of a chicken. Body of a cock. And it's got the head of a buffalo. Body, head of a buffalo. Austin is wearing a buffalo chicken T-shirt. This is where buffalo chicken wings come from. (laughs) Yes. You know they should have the wings out. I think they're going for a real clean look. Yeah, they are. If the wings were out, it would be too silly. It's a great design. Whoever did it, it says CDA, and then so it it, it looks like a compass, like yeah. a, the, you know the X, and then top is north, bottom south. You know. Yeah, it's but a very nice design. Whoever did it, congrats n- to you. I mean, north would be Idaho, nice. and then underneath that is CDA. Let's not talk about south, okay? I don't want to go south of where your shirt is. Okay. On that note, Austin, why don't you do the honors? So join us next time for for some cold drinks and some strange conversation. Stranger. Stranger. More strange. More strange conversation. You bet. Taters. Taters. <laughs>